seems like professional photographers are always in amazing places to take amazing photos. They always seem to be in just the right place at just the right time to get just the right photo. But this isn't really about luck. Okay, sometimes it is, truthfully. Or even being in the most amazing locations. It's about knowing what to look for in a great image, dedication to finding a shot, and being willing to explore. This week, we are going to talk about some of the ways you can find those great photos, no matter where you are or where you're going to be. This is episode 26 of the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. I'm your host, Rob Massey. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me today to grow your photographic knowledge. This is a very special episode for me. It was inspired by the suggestion of a fantastic listener out of Finland who goes by the Instagram handle at travel underscore totter. Thanks so much for reaching out and for all your great support of the podcast. I love having the opportunity to get to know those of you listening. It's been such an honor so far and I look forward to many, many more great conversations in the future. And at travel totter, thanks so much for the suggestion. This was a really fun episode to write and research. And as I've said before, the Travel and Adventure Photography School is the educational arm of Robert Massey Photography, a boutique content creation studio in Calgary that specializes in outdoor and travel photography. And you can help support this podcast by visiting robertmasseyphotography.ca and purchasing a handcrafted fine art print. You support the work we are doing here and get a fabulous piece of art for yourself. With that now being said, on with the show. When people just starting out in photography tend to think about what to take photos of, they get stuck thinking about amazing monuments and huge landscapes with perfect lighting, studios filled with gear, and perfect locations with perfect light. But to be honest, those moments don't tend to occur often in photography. The perfect light with the perfect sunset in the perfect spot all the time is just unrealistic. It's not how our world works. More often than not, photography is about creating something from what is in front of you and making the best of what is around, especially in travel and adventure photography. But this isn't just about hoping and wishing for the best things to appear in front of you. There is legwork you can do to give yourself the best chance of creating amazing images consistently. Today, we are going to cover four parts of this legwork, research, scouting, wandering, and asking questions that can help you dramatically increase your chances of finding amazing places and sometimes people to photograph. So let's start with the first one, research. Researching the area you are interested in will make a big difference in finding great locations to shoot. What you consider a great location will depend on what you are looking to photograph. I know someone who just wants to see inside the kitchens of local restaurants. They don't care about cityscapes and monuments don't excite them, but the insides of local kitchens, the way they work, and the people in them really excite him. So that's what he goes looking for when he travels. You need to figure out what you want to photograph, then go looking for it in the area you are going to. Now one of the best ways to research things that locals love is through Facebook. Head to Facebook and look for photography groups in the area you are researching and look through the photos on there. You will have to join these groups, but it's typically a short and painless process. Now, when you are looking at these photos, don't just look for photos that are beautiful, but look at the locations in the photos themselves. Yes, even in images you don't think are particularly nice. 
because there may be potential there for great images, the person just didn't get a very good one at that moment. Once you find a photo that you love, look at the caption. A lot of people will post where their photo was taken, and then you can go and look up that area yourself, find times for sunset, sunrise, distance from where you are staying, and all the other information you will need. You can also go ask the person who posted the photo for more details. Let them know you are someone coming into the area, how much you love the photo or think it's amazing or that the area looks stunning, and you'd love to see it for yourself. Ask them politely if they can help you out by telling you where the photo was taken from so that you can go there as well. Google Image Search is another great way to look for great spots to take photos. Frequently, however, you will only find the most popular spots on there for the first few pages, so that's how Google's algorithm tends to work. Another option to find great spots is to look for photographers from the area you're going to and finding their Instagram pages. Most photographers from an area will know many of the best hidden gems and will post them on Instagram. You'll find some popular spots as well, but lots and lots of special locations and special angles on well-shot locations. If you see some you love with no specifics on a spot, leave a comment about the photo and ask where it was taken. Most photographers, or their social media managers, will be happy to respond. Instagram is also one of the best places to research an area. Start by going on Instagram, heading into the search function, and then locations, and typing in where you are going. From there, just scroll through the images and save ones you love. After that, go search the hashtags for the area and save the photos you love from there as well. This is also a really easy, really quick way to find places that locals love to go and shoot and angles that they love to shoot from and places they like to eat and other things like that as well. It's a great way to just research an area in general, not just for photography. After finding a bunch of photos of locations you like, you're going to need to do some secondary research by using things like Street View on Google Maps to figure out exactly where some of the photos were taken from and what angles are available for you to shoot from. Researching beforehand will give you a very clear idea of where you want to go and will ensure you aren't wasting your time wandering around looking for spots to possibly shoot. This is particularly important if you have limited time in an area, like only one day in Paris and you want to make sure you get pictures of all the best arches or something like that. This way, you can plan in advance and use your one day wisely. All right, moving on. The second way to find great photos is scouting. So go out without your kit or just take a really small one with you and head to a spot that you have researched already. It doesn't matter what time of day you go. Give yourself lots of time to walk the area and mark out beautiful spots to shoot from. You're going to look for the way the sun will interact with subjects at sunrise, sunset, golden hour, whenever you're going to be there to shoot, where shadows may be cast, where the sun will actually be in the sky when you plan to shoot, and how many people are moving through that area. This will all help inform what you're going to do in your photos and how you're going to take the images. Now, while you are scouting, walk the whole area. Look high, get down low, just move all around. Doing this when you have lots of time to explore will ensure that you get the best shots when the light is just right. You will already know the area and have an idea of angles, compositions, and the things around you. So instead of wandering around while the light is great, you can just move to spots that you already know are there. This is a much better use of fantastic light, and you won't be second-guessing yourself about, oh, maybe that location's better, maybe this location's better. You will already know because you've already walked the area. You can just get the best photos you possibly can. I also suggest doing this without kit so that you aren't focused on creating. Instead, you are focused on seeing and understanding. There's a big difference in the way we record our surroundings when we are actively shooting versus when we are actively hunting for locations. 
I often bring my cell phone and take snapshots of angles and the space so I can look back over them before heading out to shoot. This is to remind myself of what I saw and what I envisioned while in that spot and to remind myself of where I need to go to get the best photos. Now this doesn't always work. Light can change, there can be reflections, people there, stuff like that can happen. But because you've pre-scouted an area, you won't have to start running around looking for something new. You'll be able to go from, okay, point A isn't working, point B isn't working. Let's go try C, D, and E. It's like, oh, that works. This is great. Or you'll see the light hitting a specific spot and you'll already be able to go, I can get up on top of that ridge over there and shoot back down in here and it's going to be gorgeous and amazing. You will already know the area and that's a huge benefit when you are trying to shoot. All right, going on to tip number three, wandering. If you don't have time or the ability to scout a spot or you are living somewhere and want to get to know it better, learn to just wander. When you are in a place, get off the bus, get out of your car and get your feet moving. You can bike or walk. I prefer walking because I find I don't see as many photographic opportunities by bike. But you can be on either. Just get out of the car. Being in a car doesn't afford you the opportunity to just stop and look. It doesn't let you just randomly head somewhere on a whim, walk under a bridge or into a building. It's very confining and you will find yourself only seeing the major highlights. Get onto your own two feet and start exploring. I have found some of the best angles of Calgary just by being willing to walk up and down every side street, secondary road, park and alley that I could find. I know some of the most amazing photo locations because I am out on my own two feet all the time and seeing things you can't see from a road or you probably won't see from a road. This can be hugely important if you're starting to feel bored with wherever you are living. I find myself sometimes thinking how I've shot everything there is to shoot in Calgary. I'm so bored of being here. Then I remind myself to get my shoes on and go walking and go find a part of the city I haven't seen before. I know when my wife and I were in Europe, we were walking between 25 and 35 kilometers a day because we wanted to get a feel of the places we were in. We wanted to see the streets between famous landmarks and beyond them. And by doing this, we found some of the most amazing hidden gems, little shops, just wonderful, amazing people. So get out there, take your kit and go wandering and see what you can find. So we're moving on to the final tip for this episode, asking questions. This can be the most difficult, but also the most rewarding way to find amazing things to photograph. Learn to ask questions of other people. This ties in a lot to research, but I pull it out because it is also something you can do in person. Before you head out somewhere, start talking to locals online. This is one of the greatest things about living in the connected community. We can talk to people all over the world. Go find local photographers, follow their Instagram, send them a direct message, and be honest that you are coming to the area and love their work and would love some advice from them on places you should see, or eat, or even avoid entirely. Whatever you think they would know about and be willing to answer. This is a great way to learn about an area from a local. You may also end up with a chance to meet up with them while you are there, go shooting with them, and have them show you around. Just don't expect this though. It's just one of the things that may end up happening and is a pretty sky-high benefit to just reaching out on social media to say, hey, your work's awesome. I love where you are. Once you are somewhere, get to asking people what they think you should go and see. Start with wherever you are staying and asking the people there. 
like your host or the hotel concierge, whoever it is, just ask them. You'll likely hear about some really interesting spots that only locals really know about. Especially if you're really nice to like hotel concierges and stuff, they won't just send you to the typical locations. You can get some really good ones out of them, especially if they've lived there for a long time and you're not acting like your typical tourist. From there, as you are walking around, if you see someone who is out taking photos as well, you can ask them where they've shot and where they're headed to. If you aren't around a major monument or tourist location, you'll find a lot of the people out shooting will actually be locals. And most people are thrilled to tell you all about where they live if you seem genuinely interested in their town or city or in them. And they will want to know a bit about you as well, so be prepared for a short conversation. You'd be surprised at the offers that come your way if you were just open, honest, and friendly with people. You will probably end up with some of the most amazing experiences just because you were trying to make a connection and learn more about that area. And that's it. Those are my four tips for finding great places to photograph. Photography really is a lot about seeing and looking beforehand. Of course, there are going to be those times where an image just appears in front of you. And I savor those moments. But if you want to take advantage of beautiful light and locations, you need to do the work to put yourself in the right place at the right time. So thanks so much for tuning in today at Travel Totter. Loved the inspiration for the episode. Thank you for sharing your idea with me. If you've got an idea that you want talked about on this podcast, something that you have a burning desire to learn about, send me a message. I love the conversations I've gotten to have with people so far, and I'm looking forward to so many more. You can get a hold of us online at travelandadventurephotographyschool.com, on Facebook at Travel and Adventure Photography School, or on Instagram at Travel Adventure Photo School. And congrats to you on taking some time to improve your own photography skills. It's so important to keep learning and growing. Now get out there and let's adventure. Bye for now.